Deadpool may be one of the riskiest comic book movies of all time, but did Fox's gamble pay off? I'm Mike. And I'm Darren. And this is Pop Score. Foul Entertainment Movie Review Podcast and today we're going to be talking about Deadpool. Um, actually, quickly before we get into the... Oh, I'm Mike, obviously, by the way, joined by my co-host Darren, as usual. Hello. Uh, before we get into it, we probably should address the fact that we said that we were going to have a big 2016 preview podcast. Uh, I fucked up. Everyone point at Michael. For lack of a better word. We're, we're sorry about that. I was incredibly ill whilst we were recording it, so there was a lot of editing needed because I was basically coughing up a lung, but... um. It's gone. It's, it's gone. gone. It's okay. It's okay. We'll it'll be back next year. I got halfway through editing it, and then my computer froze up. Adobe crashed. Now, normally Adobe saves stuff. Mm. Today, it decided just to get rid of everything, so like the amount of time I put in was just completely destroyed. I went into full rage quit mode, and yeah, that's not happening. So, welcome to the first podcast of 2016, only a month in. Yeah. We got round to it. We got there eventually, but Funny Deadpool... Deadpool, yeah, I was going to say that we've actually... Have you actually seen any movie before Deadpool? I've year? seen Creed. Ah, you've seen Creed. I've seen Hateful Eight and Laser Team, so... Laser Team. It's the Rooster Teeth movie. Oh, that thing you tried to make me go to. I didn't try to make you People go tried to. to make me go to it that. It was quite good. We're not here to review that, we're here to review Deadpool. Um, a movie that many thought would never happen. A movie that I never thought would happen. I heard several conversations, you know... Quite a few years ago when I went to the cinema that this was just not going to happen. There was no possible way this was going to happen. It's on again, it's off again, it's been greenlit, it's got a budget of two million quid, they pulled the plug, da 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 and, and then you've got the up and down sort of path that Ryan Reynolds took because it's very much his passion project mm-hmm. where it had one big nail put in the coffin in 2009 after the critical backlash of Wolverine and then another nail put in the coffin in 2011 with Green Lantern. And, and then R.I.P.D. didn't help anything. No, and Ryan Reynolds really needed a win because he had a lot of bad movies in a row. How he got this together, I'll never know. Well, obviously, he's um, when he was interviewed about this movie on Jimmy Kimmel, he said that he was 70% sure that it wasn't him who leaked the footage. So right. we, we strongly believe that Ryan Reynolds actually leaked the test footage, the f- sort of three-minute... CGI uh, thing. Yeah, that yeah. thing. That actually got this movie... Going really, yeah, because all everybody was ready to get on board, and Fox was sort of umming and ahhing and going, "Well, you know, we've got Fantastic Four. We all know what happened there. We've got the X Men, admittedly, who are doing very well, yeah." Um, but then out of nowhere, this test footage appears, and everybody goes, "Yes, this is exactly the movie we would pay to see if you did it this way, if you made it R rated, if you made it more authentic." And Fox were like. Like, just got a bit of spare change out their wallet and just went, make a movie with that. There you go. Knock and, yourself out. And it's here. Yeah. It's a surreal moment for a lot of Deadpool fans, myself included, mm-hmm. to say that we now live in a world where Deadpool has his own solo movie. Yeah. And it's good. This is your Gambit movie. It is. And this, is this is your Gambit movie. I feel like I've broken the silence on my opinion. It's good. It's good? It's really good. I liked I'm, it. We're sorry for the surprise in their voice, but there's just so much that could have gone wrong. Everything could have gone wrong. And... And it really didn't. No. There, there's, this is the problem with this review. 
we so very rarely have a movie that we both agree was just great and we don't really have any problems with. No. <laughs> so, so, hmm. It's not like it's it sits some, in the awkward space between when we see a movie that we enjoy but have serious problems with. Like and, Avengers. Like Avengers. Like, yeah, like Age of Ultron. It sits somewhere between Age of Ultron and Star Wars, where Star Wars is complete undying praise and Ultron is good but this. Yes. There's probably just kind of like... it ticked all of the boxes it needed to tick yeah. to be successful. Yes. And to echo the, the comment that nobody's going to hear now because the 2016 podcast is dead, uh-huh. you predicted that... Well, no, that you hoped that Deadpool was going to be the Kingsman of this year. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's the case? Well, you know, hindsight is going to be need to give that the, the, the proper tick, but I'd say so. What I will say about Deadpool, I don't think he'd excelled at anything. There are some little things that I think hold it back for me, giving it like, oh, this is a perfect movie. And in fact, I'd probably... I'm going to have to watch it again, but I still think I preferred Creed. Creed is fantastic, by the way. You should go and watch that. It, it's excellent. But um, I feel like we, once I see that, we could actually do a review. Probably could, yes. Yeah. It's, a, it's a pretty good movie. Um, but, well, let's, let's, let's dive in with, with the man himself. Yeah. The, the, the man that, you know put this rock on his back and dragged it up that hill for all those years. For like, because hasn't this thing been in development since like 2007? It's been a while. It's nearly 10 years. But it got there. No, it was even earlier than that. It was off the back of uh, X3. So it's really, it's really taken its time to come out. But it's here. Thanks and to God's, God's perfect idiot, as he's called in the fantastic opening credits. Um, yeah, he did really good. Yeah. A lot of people are saying that this is the role that Ryan Reynolds was born to play. Yes. I mean, I don't like that phrase. I will certainly say that this is Ryan Reynolds being Ryan Reynolds at his best. The best use of Ryan Reynolds. Yes. And and you can tell because he's got so much enthusiasm for the Mm -hmm. character that really shows in the movie. Yeah. It's not like... Uh, so a number of characters that could be phoning in their parts, like you know, mm. all of the cast of Fan Stick. Yes. Oh no, no, no. He is. He's giving it everything. Yeah. And some people aren't fans of Ryan Reynolds. He he's a bit of marmite. You either get it or you don't. I've always got Ryan Reynolds. I've always liked Ryan Reynolds. Um, I've seen some terrible movies, but um, but yeah, he as both Wade Wilson and as Deadpool. Because I think you have to make yeah. the, the 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 difference very clear between those two. As Deadpool, straight out the park. Yeah. That totally. is Deadpool. There's no... That's not Ryan Reynolds being Deadpool. That is Deadpool. It's Deadpool. Mm-hmm. It's it's very much like Hugh Jackman and Wolverine. It's like, that's not Hugh Jackman. That's Wolverine. Yeah, they are one and the same. Um, but I think I think the thing that really impressed me about it was when he was Wade Wilson. Yes. Now, this is something I want to come into as we talk more about the plot. Now, there will be a spoiler cut-off, but, but I'm, I don't think I'm spoiling much by saying you actually learn quite a lot about... Wade Wilson, not just Deadpool. Mm-hmm. And the movie does it very cleverly. What I didn't expect, and I'm glad the movie did it, is it didn't shy away from the more tragic side of Deadpool. Yeah. And this is something that worried a lot of people. It was like, we get that the, the Deadpool humour is essentially the cornerstone of the movie, but another big part of Deadpool is he's so mad and insane and funny because he comes from one of the most tragic backgrounds mm-hmm. in comic book history. And they didn't shy away from that from a second. Yeah. It worked really, really well. It really did. They, they, particularly when he's, when the thing that turns him into Deadpool is going down. I think that's that's a. It's not a spoiler. That's not a spoiler. When that's going down, there's some really good moments of like sympathy that I really wasn't expecting. I thought this would be because I didn't know it was going to be cut 
it's not in a linear fashion, this movie. It's very much back and forth, back and forth between Deadpool now and Wade Wilson back then. And the, some of the scenes when he's, especially when he's locked in the pod thing, that was really like, I was like, oh, he's like buried again for Ryan Reynolds, but it's actually <laughs> yeah. good. The, 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 uh, the, the line that got me, and I don't want to, I'm not going to try and like quote it line for line, but like, there's, it's the moment when, when, when Wade finds out he's got cancer. Again, that's not a spoiler. That is pretty much like Deadpool Law 101. It's in the trailers. Yeah. He finds out he's got cancer and the the voiceover says, um, I wasn't paying attention to any word she said. I was just trying to etch every curve of her face into my memory so I didn't forget. I was like, fuck, this is actually really good writing. Yeah, it really in is. In the Deadpool movie. I know. I, I know. Um, well... There was moments. It's written by the Zombie Land guys. Yes. Yeah, so what are they called again? Rhett um, Reese. Rhett Reese and um, the Paul Wernick. That's the guy. There we go. Um, there were some some nice moments in Zombie Land like this, where you know you found out what happened to Tallahassee's son and and stuff like that. But they they do a much better job here, a much more substantial job here of making you care. Oh god, gotcha. yeah. I didn't expect to care about his relationship with Van- Vanessa, Vanessa, who there we is go. copycat in the comic books, but. Didn't really need to be explored here because it's no. not. It's fine. And you know what? As as you know, as female leads go, Moronica, uh, Morena Baccarin, I believe I'm pronouncing that right, mm-hmm. is really good and really funny. And I would say in a lot of scenes, really matches Deadpool. Yeah. Like, e- equally not giving a shit. And I found yeah. that really refreshing. It really, really was. Like, they, they didn't... Like, you always worry they're going to do the... You know, he's got the horrific face and she's going to be freaked out, but that really isn't the case. No, she's just kind of like, it'll take some getting used to. Like, but, but, okay. <laughs> yeah, the line at the end, which we won't spoil us after the spoilers, but yeah, that's, that's a really Yeah, good I one. didn't say the full um, thing. No. <laughs> for reasons. Um, yeah, it's, it's... She did really well. Is she... I don't think she's American. I think she might be really French. I'm the accent was a little sure. was a little funny, but have a look at, have a look at that. Yeah. Um, yeah, she does really well. You really, you really care about the relationship, and again, that's not something I ever expected in a Deadpool movie. No, because then you spend half the movie. It's kind of good that it does work. <laughs> yeah, you do spend. I think there's only like two or three scenes of Deadpool separate from the Wade Wilson story. Like he only actually has like three very extended, but three set pieces basically all the way through. Yeah, true. And you spend a lot of time with her, and she's really, really good. Morena Baccarin is in fact Brazilian American. Ooh. Also, she was in Serenity and Firefly. Have a go at saying her full name. No. <laughs> <laughs> Morena Silva de Vazseta Baccarin. Nice. I did it! <laughs> yeah, she's really good. I hope she's in more stuff. Yeah, no, she's really good. I would like to see more of her. I think she could handle a comedic role very, very well. Mm-hmm. Which is a shame that now the, you know, the female Ghostbusters is wrapped because I really think she could have been really good in something like she that. She could have been... Well, well, the hope is that, you know, we get a Deadpool 2. Yes. And all signs point this being... He's had a very good opening, I think, over here especially. I got from my cinema friends... Yeah. ...that show one on a Wednesday, which means the, the first show is like the 10am showings, there was 100 people there. Jesus. And trust me when I say, that is odd. I mean, there's usually 20 total, and there were 100 people just to go and see Deadpool. Ah. So... Um, yeah, I hope it has a. It had a great marketing campaign. And yes, I, it's genius, isn't it? It really, really is. They've just done so, they, everything they've done has just been fantastic. I mean, the the calendar day thing. Yeah. The twelve days of Deadpool. Yeah. The skull poople. Thing yeah. Was just really, really good. The 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 poster trying to convince you it was a romance movie for get people to go there for Valentine's Day. Perfect. It's just perfect. really, 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 really good. Um, that is really smart because obviously it plays on the meta humor that Deadpool yeah. embodies, and it mm-hmm. worked so so well. And I don't think I don't think those people that have been dragged there by their significant others 
are going to be disappointed. No, because because there is a lot of fun romance in yeah. the movie. Fun, like <laughs> I'm referring mainly to, and I don't want to spoil too too much. For you, there is a montage about twenty minutes in of the blossoming relationship. Sex. <laughs> He's talking about sex. <laughs> it's it's fantastic. I won't spoil my favorite <laughs> part of that. Which we'll talk. Yes, yes, yes. Then yes. I'll spoil oh, no. it later okay. on because yeah, yeah. it's so good. Um, um, but but it's perfect. Yeah, and my my girlfriend came and she's not a a superhero person. She's she's becoming one because you know osmosis. But um, she really, she she really 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 liked it. Uh, right. Well, let's talk about the other main good characters. We'll get to the enemies in a little bit. Um, T J Miller. T J Miller as Weasel. Yes, uh, was good. I enjoyed good. him. He was he was in less of the movie than I expected him to be. Mm. He's kind of around for for a good chunk, but I thought he'd be like. Quite a big character, and he's just kind of confined to his bar. Given his importance in Deadpool's canon as well, mm-hmm. I thought he would be more of it, and I thought he would do more. But I appreciate that this is very much a case of there are some people in the world who exist who don't know who Deadpool is, yeah, and you have to ease this in because it's not it's a, not an easy sell. No, it's not an easy sell. No. Like if somebody said to me, like it was it, if some if I didn't know what Deadpool was, and someone said we're going to write a self-aware superhero parody, like. Mm-hmm. But it's Deadpool, so it's good. Yeah, um, yeah. But but back to T.J. Miller, who's just really dry as as, um, and I mean that in the best possible way. Yeah, in yeah. That he's not a comedic relief. He's not wacky. He's not wacky, and I like that. I like that he's more reserved and he's funnier for it. Yeah, uh, which is which is better considering what I have seen of T.J. Miller. I, we was last seen, more so heard, uh, in Big Hero Six. So. So oh, yeah. To come from that, where he was playing a dude, totally yeah. wacky character, to to uh, this owner of a mercenaries bar, essentially. Yeah, this is the most I've ever liked T.J. Miller. He's very like some of the stuff I've seen. I just don't like T.J. Miller, but no, he was good here. He uh, plays off Ryan Reynolds really well. He as really, well. really does. Yeah, there's a good chemistry there, which I hope again should we get Deadpool two that they're going to expand on that. Hopefully. Uh, well, let's talk about the X Men. Oh yeah, sorry. <coughs> just choke a little just bit. Just choke a little bit there. Just a little bit. Really good inclusion of the X-Men, I thought. Really nice. A really... I know it, because you once read the script. Yes, the, the leaked script. That was it? Did, that did have Colossus. But was it, it this? It was very similar. There, okay. there are changes that have been made. For example, Negasonic Teenage Warhead wasn't in the original draft. Yeah. Um, Angel Dust wasn't in the original draft. There's a lot more of the X-Men in that original draft than there is in this movie. Um, but perhaps that was... To that version of the script's detriment, that that version of the script, in fact, for those of you who have read it, or maybe those who still, because I believe it's still available online, you can still find what was the proposed draft of the Deadpool movie. Um, Weasel did have a bigger role in that movie. Um, I believe Blind Al had a bit more of a thing to do as well. Uh, that played more with the concept of introducing characters that are more synonymous with Deadpool, like the X Force and Cable. Uh, and a couple of others. Um, this movie seems to scale back on that and knowingly acknowledge that it's scaled back on that, which is why we only get the two X-Men. Right. So do you want to start with Colossus? Yeah, we'll start with Colossus. Um, well, that's the thing. What, what point that it was, it's kind of nice that between that script leaking and now, they've, of course, done the first-class reboot. Well, that's played really nicely because now you basically have a blank slate for modern-day X-Men because they haven't got there in the movies yet. They're still in the 80s. They can do whatever they want with the what was the this is weird to say what was the current and modern X Men they've no changed they can be completely different hence why we get a different Colossus here yeah he's 
Russian, as he should have been all along, and not just some bored American guy. Uh, not said bored American guy in this one, a completely new dude. Um, he's never human. He's Colossus the entire way through. Which is how it should be. Yes. And he was really funny. Yeah, I liked him. I can imagine if I was a fan of Colossus, like really a big fan of Colossus, I'd find it quite annoying that he's basically been turned into comic relief. I could see here that could annoy Colossus fans, but yeah, I, I, I can get over that. I believe that hardcore Colossus fans are few and far between, though. Yeah, there's probably not many, but... Yeah. Um, then again, I say that, before the Guardians movie came out, it was very hard to find Guardians fans. Yeah, so, true. Yeah, no, they're out there. That, that's a very good point, but... Yeah, they, they can at least say Colossus got to be the co-lead in a movie. He essentially is... You know, he's the X Man. He's your movie. yeah. He's your X Man um, standing, and yeah, very funny, cool action scenes. Um, the, they they try to do a lot of what. Um, I, I'm not sure Colossus does this in the books. Feel free to send me some proof otherwise. Uh, but in this, he's very much a sort of like a white knight character. He wants to do good and mm-hmm. and he wants to convince Deadpool that you know you can be a proper superhero if you want. Yeah, and we would happily accept you. And Deadpool's like, no, I'm fine doing what I'm doing. Yeah, I think he sometimes errs a little bit too close to Russian stereotypes. Maybe it felt a bit easy, but he plays very well off Deadpool. There, there's a very nice mix that they've written into this script. Uh, as for Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Um, with zero expectations of what she was going to do. Yeah. I, I liked her. I did like her. Yeah, I thought she, she was she, very good. She had some cool powers. Um, the, the woman playing her was uh, quite funny. Yeah, Brianna Hildebrand, who I believe is a pretty much an unknown. Yeah. Um, she was funny. She had some good lines. She, again, played well off Deadpool. Everyone plays well off Deadpool. Yeah. Considering how wacky and out there that character could be, he's got a lot of good chemistry running throughout this movie. The, I believe, obviously, the Negasonic Teenage Warhead in the comics... Uh, was invented by one of my favourite writers, Grant Morrison, but only appeared once or twice, and then right. was just like, like, we can't do anything with this character, because um, she was a telepath yeah. in the comic book. She's not this kind of like walking atom bomb character. Right. And admittedly, she's very, she's very boring yeah. in the in the comic books. In this one, she's an uncaring goth teen, and it works really well mm-hmm. as kind of like what I believe the writers think that a number of people think about comic movies right now before seeing Deadpool. Yeah. Um, so as an antithesis, it's kind of like, because Deadpool is essentially the embodiment of 90s cheese. Yes. Really, kind of. And then he comes snarky yeah. Uh, millennial. Yeah, exactly. You pair those two up. It's, it would be like us talking to 13 and 14 year olds now, mm-hmm. where we're really excited for all the colourful comic book movies coming out and they want the gritty realistic <sighs> stuff. I'm like, you, no, stop it. Fantastic Four was a masterpiece. Oh God! You know that there's some some one person out there. It's so sullen. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They try to do something different, man. God, you people just want your popcorn. Um, (laughs) Weird tangent. Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah, she was good. Uh, Hopefully, she comes back. I would like to see her in Deadpool too, and I'd I'd just like to see more of Brianna Hildebrand. Yeah, in other movies, I think she could potentially be a really good actress. Do you know if they ever did a hit girl movie? Hmm. I'd be completely okay with her playing a bad guy. Yes, actually. Mm. That would be really good. Mm. Get Chloe Grace Moretz on the phone. We've got a movie. Yeah! Um, Why is it with us always pitching fantastic movies? I know. I mean, we still need to get Mags and Prof greenlit, but after that... Mags and Prof can happen, it's okay. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Oh, God! One of my favourite jokes in the entire movie, which I'll spoil in the spoiler territory. 
it has to about, do with yes, yes, yes. Prof, I know what you're great. on about. Um, well, let's talk about the villains. Yes. The villains. Uh, now, now, I thought Ajax was just going to be your throwaway villain. I think they did enough to, to differentiate him. Okay, maybe not differentiate him. He's kind of garden variety bad guy. But he had some, some, some nice quotes. And again, it's because of his chemistry with Deadpool that he kind of works. Yeah, they, they did play a lot of Ajax, obviously. So we're talking about the villain, played by Ed Screen. Ed Screen, I hope I'm pronouncing either of those names right. Um, he's very much ripped straight out of the comic book as well. In the comic book, before he's known as Ajax, he goes under the name of the A-Man, which they couldn't probably put that in because connotations. Then again, it would have led to a good joke. Um, but they, the character profile of him absolutely hating his real name hmm. is in the comics and right. is the entire reason why he wants Deadpool dead. Because he is, knows his name is Francis. No, because he keeps bringing it up. Right, um, okay. In the comics, Ajax was... Uh, he worked at Weapon X, which, yes, he does in this movie as well. And his thing was, he wants to be feared. He wants to be the most feared person on the planet. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the comics, he works with Dr. Kilbrew, and he basically makes everybody who's a test subject completely fear him. But he can't make Wade fear him, because Wade's a smart mouth asshole. Right. And that's why that's where they sort of clash. That's where the there. fiction comes from. Yeah, and I will admit, Ed Screen actually does a really good job of this. Because I, I, I think Ajax had the potential to be a sort of monotone, boring... A Malekith. Yeah. A Ronin, that type of disposable yeah. guy. And whilst I don't think he's a memorable villain in any way, shape or form, he was very good for this movie. You kind of want everyone just to get out of Deadpool's way just so he can do his thing. Yeah. And he was good as a as a kind of... He, he wasn't tolerant or weirded out by Deadpool's talking, he was just kind of tired of it. Would you think he's a good idea for a Deadpool villain just to be <laughs> yeah. like, oh, shut up, please? He's a firebrand. He, he's the one who stokes the fire so that all the stuff can happen. And that's really all he needs to do. Yeah. And he did it great. It once again proves that Britain is taking over Hollywood for yeah. the better. You're welcome, America. I know. Yeah, the parts when he's in the facility, in particular. Yeah. I really, really liked it there. Less, less, Gina Carano... I don't know what happened there at all two lines she had. Well, this is the thing, right? No, three lines. Three lines. Because she has starred in a movie, that one with Ewan McGregor that I can never remember the name of. Yeah, but we'll... And I, I will still maintain she should be Wonder Woman. I think she. I, mean, I think maybe she bulked up for this role a bit too much, so I would actually... She was gigantic for, for, for this role. But she was meant to be. She had to punch Colossus and make it seem <laughs> yeah, realistic, true. so... There's one line in this that I was like, you really could have done more with Gina Carano. It's when... I'm just going to show it to you through the medium of, of acting, so we don't give away to the spoilers. When her... Yes, we're going to talk about that, don't she worry. She does a very natural... She's like, oh, oh, thank you. And he's like, re- like, oh, wow, that seems like a... You know, yeah. that doesn't seem like... You worry that she's a bit of a stilted actress because she's a UFC fighter. She, she isn't anymore, but yeah, she was. was. I think they're good and more with her. The one or two lines she does give, she's obviously been either been told to be very stiff and very, like, monotone, or that's just what she did. But then that one time she allowed to show a bit of personality, I was like... Oh, yeah, Gina Carano can act. Yeah, it's She's weird. Not terrible. And her character in the comic books isn't something I'm only familiar with, but uh, let's just say, given the size of the Wikipedia page, it's not exactly one of the most fleshed out of no. characters. So was pretty much just there to be the Gina punching Carano. bag. Which is fine, it's okay, because this movie does capitalise a lot on characters you might not know. 
or care about. Uh, you know what I mean? Did what the Guardians of the Galaxy did. They weren't playing with a box of toys with like you know recognisable names. And yeah. They make jokes about that, like all the way that no one really knows there. Yeah. And they've kind of got bummed off with Colossus and Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Again, but... one of my favourite lines in the movie where. Um... Deadpool goes to talk with Colossus and Negasonic Teenage She's like, "Oh yeah, he goes." It's, the... it's pretty weird that you're the only two X Men around. Almost as if we couldn't afford any more. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Perfect. <laughs> really, really was. Yeah, uh, Gina Carano though. I like her. I wish she did more. She looked huge. She looked like a badass. True. I believe that she could punch Colossus. Yeah. Um, well, that's kind of everybody. I think as everyone covered. Uh, there's a couple of like just quick ones. Blind Al is played by a very oh, yes. popular. Um, actress called Leslie Uggams. I don't really know her work, but <laughs> a very popular actress who I don't know. <laughs> no, no, a, a popular uh, American actress. So she's right. been in a lot of American comedies. And gotcha, stuff like gotcha, that. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So I don't know about her work, but she was okay in this as a blind lady, and that was she. Good. She played a blind lady well. Yeah, yeah she did. I enjoyed it. Uh, and the guy who recruits you see him in the trailer. The guy who recruits Deadpool. Uh, to Weapon X. An unsettling-faced man. Yeah. I we'll, we'll talk about all the cracks made at him yeah, yeah, yeah. in the post spoilers because I that's why I'm bringing him up so I can talk about right, him gotcha. on the other side of the spoiler jump. Uh, played by Jed Reese, he's very much the kind of, like, snivelling Igor character. Yeah. And for the ten minutes he's in the movie, he's okay. Yeah. He's and fine. that's about it. Other than, of course, your obligatory Stan Lee cameo. That's really all the cast. The nice cameo this time, Stan. Very good cameo. Stan probably had a lot of fun filming one this of, cameo. One of my favourite yes. cameos. Um, well, that's kind of it. Like I said, there's not a lot we have here to criticise. I will say, it is a little... See, I saw a lot of reviews criticise it for being small in scope. I think the Wade Wilson stuff helps with that. Yeah. But you do essentially only get him, like, with Deadpool, he's basically on the bridge, which you see in the trailer, he's in the end bit, and he's at Blind Al's house. That's basically all you see. Oh, and the taxi drive. Yeah. Oh, the taxi driver The taxi stuff. driver stuff. I love that. I really like really, it. really, funny. There's a lot of cutaway gags in this that are very small, but are very, very funny. Um, I will say some of the jokes don't hit home. I feel that in America it's absolutely knocking it out Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's some that just go over their head, and, and a bit probably a bit too 90s. For even us to really like some of the names, I'm like, recognize that name. I don't know why I'm meant to be laughing at yeah, that. Yeah, I but, get what you mean. Um, but that's a bit. And I, I think the CGI work on Colossus, it's okay. It, it's okay, it, but, but the CGI work in general is not great in this movie because it is a low budget movie. Yeah, yeah, like yeah that said, should not be it, forgot. It was made on spare change essentially. Yeah, for a superhero movie to only have a budget of was it like twenty mil? It was really, really small. It's got to be bigger than that. Fifty-eight mil. Sorry. Right. 58 mil. Bearing in mind, it's not a lot. No. You think about how much money's going to be put into, say, Avengers Part 3. I'm fairly certain that's a billion dollar movie. I'm almost positive. They've said that they prepared to spend that Right, okay. Um, And then a 58 million... Yeah. It's it's pocket change. And what they've achieved on pocket change is... is what what the fans want, essentially. It's the greatest fan service movie I think I've seen in a long time. Mm -hmm. I think it has the... This is the problem... It was either going to be, if, if it was good, it had two possible situations. It's either going to be an absolute blockbuster smash hit, another Guardians. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't know who this character is, but we all suddenly love him. Yes. Or it was going to go the way of, say, Kick-Ass and Scott Pilgrim, where it's just a cult thing. It's really good. Like Judge Dredd. Yeah. It's really, really good, but unfortunately didn't make enough money. I don't think that's going to be the case. Fingers crossed, yeah. it's coming up against Zoolander 2. Which, you know, being another comedy, that might edge it a little bit than what it would have been if it was really unopposed. But, um, well, I think it's it's already set to make more than Fantastic, so that's good. I'd be... I'd be... 
catatonic if it somehow made less money than Fantastic <laughs> Four. Um, so we we can, as you can probably tell, we both recommend you go watch this movie. Definitely, it, it's it's exactly what we wanted. It may not be absolutely knocked it out of the park, bowled mm-hmm. over eleven out of ten movie, but it's entirely serviceable and there's not a boring moment from literally the opening credits yep. to the final shot of the movie there's not a boring moment we're about to get um, a very big onslaught of move, uh, superhero movies this is a nice palate cleanser yeah between you know what happened last year and what's about to happen we're about to get three very very big hitters come in quite quick succession um Batman vs Superman, for example, is not that far away. No, end of March, so we're only a little over six weeks away from Batman vs Superman. And then once that finishes, it's only a couple of weeks until Civil War. Exactly. So it's it's a I mean, big time for Batman vs Superman is coming out before WrestleMania, and that's like mind blowing to me. Like it's that soon. Um, yeah, a nice palate cleanser, something that's it's not going to blow you away. I wouldn't say it's my favourite superhero movie by any stretch of the imagination, but. I can't lie, I didn't. In, I, I enjoyed myself all exactly. the way through. We didn't have any problems with it, so that should tell you it's a good movie. Exactly. Go watch it. Yeah. And Creed. Yes. At the same time. <laughs> that would be detriment to both movies. Yeah. They might sync up. Spoilers now? Uh, yeah. Spoiler alert! Okay, so we. I assume you've gone and seen the movie and you've enjoyed it as much as we did. Or possibly more, hopefully. Mm. Um, so can I talk about the opening credits? Because yes, it's you, the greatest yes. opening credits to any movie ever. Where instead of supplying names, it's like <laughs> directed by some overpaid jerk off. I <laughs> Starring God's perfect idiot. Yeah. <laughs> um, the comic relief. The comic relief. <laughs> really Written that. by the real heroes. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a hot chick. It's, yeah, oh, yeah. A, a, gratuitous, a gratuitous, gratuitous cameo. Yeah. Typical British villain. <laughs> like, <laughs> really enjoyed. That's the thing from minute one, like I said before the jump. Uh, this, this movie's just going like. We know we're a movie. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Deadpool does a lot of that. <laughs> we know we're a movie. You know what I mean? Like, they don't have <laughs> Most any... movies tend to know. No, it doesn't have... <laughs> the to... Room perhaps didn't... Was aware of it was being a movie, but... Uh, you know what I mean? Fourth yes. Wall, completely yes, 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 yes. So... Well, that's one thing I wanted to mention, actually. I think they kind of held back on Deadpool's insanity. Yes. I know he does his cutaway jokes to the audience, but they don't make him out to be completely insane. They don't go the schizo route because no. obviously one of the trends of Deadpool in the early 2000s was that he had a second voice yeah. in a monologue that yeah. actually spoke in a different font and that. And they don't do that and I'm glad they don't. I'm, I'm glad it's more just a case of Deadpool is mm-hmm. insane to an extent but he's just completely self-aware. He's not talking to himself. He's talking to everybody who's viewing. Yes. I really... Like there's... Like, um, when he starts talking on the bridge and Colossus says says something in response, because I'm not talking to you, I'm talking to them, and he points at the camera. Yeah. Even the shot in the taxi where, like, he spits the gum out. And he lands on the it camera. He lands on the camera yeah. and he's, like, scraping it off with his thumb. It's beautiful. They, they found a nice balance with that. So it didn't become obnoxious and, and kind of stupid. And I think had they gone skits route, it would have ruined your happy ending that we got. Yeah. That was really quite sweet. Yeah. Like, unexpectedly so that, like, Vanessa takes the mask off and sees his hideous testicle with teeth face. And he's like, you know, it's going to take some adjusting too, but that's a face I'll be happy to sit on. <laughs> well done, Deadpool. The uh, the thing that brings them together is just discussing how fucked up their backstories yeah. are. I love that. Oh, um, that's what I was going to talk about during the, uh, the montage of them having sex. <laughs> oh, International Women's Day. Yeah. Joe, you know it's really bad. I went to work today and had to 
I had some requests come through to set up events, one of which was International, International Women's Day. <laughs> you were like, oh, no. it's like you were writing down all the possible ones. You just had a blank page with just pegging written on it. Oh. But yeah, that, that, that gag was perfect. Well, that thing, there's a lot of like, I wouldn't say, mon- okay, that is a montage, but a lot of those cutaway gags really do land home. That part, the, the part where that ends up with him masturbating to the unicorn. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the, the fact that they set it up in continuity. Yeah. In the middle of the conversation, he just picks up the unicorn and some lube. <laughs> and the masturbation shoes. Yeah. Really, really well done. Um, yeah, they, they found a nice balance so it didn't ever become obnoxious with all the fourth wall breaking and the meta humour and the and name-checking um, Professor X. Yes. Do you that... want to take you to, to Professor, Professor X? X. <laughs> Stuart or McAvoy? <laughs> Your timeline is so confusing. Yeah. Um, his fight with Colossus was probably my highlight of the movie. Oh, where he's punching. Yeah, him when he's right. just punching, he just keeps breaking his hands and he breaks <laughs> his foot on his face. That bit was excellent. The the final bit of the panning out, when you just said, just going to have a nice pan out here, that's the only thing that's going to be pulling out tonight. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that line. There was just a lot of quick, like, it's a, it's a film I'm looking forward to watching again, just because I think there's like 50% of jokes. We have to get better seats for next time. She would point out we got Jesus. there late and we were on the second to front row, like staring directly up into them. I, I did feel sorry for like uh, the people sitting right behind me because in order for me to actually enjoy the movie, I had to slump back into my seat, put my foot on the one in front of me and sort of force myself back. So I was essentially sitting with my head in the lap of the person hey. behind me. Just need Valentine's Day. my head if you like. Like need Valentine's Day. That'd be a tale to tell the kids. Uh, I'm pretty sure he was a guy, so that's, that's <laughs> not how it works. Is that behind me, there was? You can adopt kids, Michael. Yeah, but We don't dodge you here, Michael. Oh, we don't dodge you at all. <laughs> uh, this is the thing, there's not much to spoil. because Well, the post-credit scene we could spoil. Oh, yes. Um, they they have two post-credit scenes. Well, they kind of happen one after another. It's not yeah. like just one in the middle of one side. And they basically said, yeah, if we get number two, Cable's coming. They essentially did the trailer for number two in that... What I would have liked... Because you already had that door in the shot. I was kind of having you like go, do you want to see Gabe? Do you want to see Gabe? And you just see the arm and you go, no. <laughs> no, no, no. You've got to watch this movie again. Ooh, no. That would have been yeah. I, I, I do like that that, um, that shot and that set is set up so much to look like the set from Ferris Bueller's Day Off as well. It's, a, oh, it's, yeah. the, it's the perfect homage. And he's just in the suit and then he's got a <laughs> dressing gown over the, the suit. I love that. But yeah, like the first one is like, what are you expecting? Like, Nick Fury's not going to walk in. <laughs> like, yeah. I enjoyed that. You want a black man with an eye patch to go down? <laughs> no, Sam Jackson with an eye patch. Yeah. Like, yeah, whatever, go home. And he's like, oh, yeah, by the way, we're thinking about the sequel and we're going to put Cable in it. He's really cool. Time travel, crazy. See you next time. <laughs> really enjoyed it. What I, it. I don't think that's a scene that um, on premiere was included. I don't think it was, no. I, I think they, they purposely kept that out of there, yeah. Uh, what else can we spoil? Not a lot, really. Oh, the, the, there's the nice finish of him just shooting Ajax in the face. Oh, yeah. That's when when Colossus is giving him the big speech. You could all see it coming. You knew what was going to happen. Colossus was like five words into his heroic speech, and I went, and I was just, I got my my gun, like yeah. my hand gun, hand as in gun. my hand in the shape of a gun, just going, I'm going to shoot along with this. When's he going to do it? Thanks. He's going to do it. He's going to do it. Thanks for explaining handgun for us, Michael. My gun. My handgun. If, my I, hand said, if I said I had my handgun ready... If that. you're listening in America, oh, yeah, that's a point. problem. Okay. Okay, okay. Not in this country. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> and they... I'm kind of out of ideas now, Michael. Everything was good. We enjoyed everything. We don't want to tell you all the funny lines, because obviously we don't want to spoil them. 
because we know we've talked about a few of them. We which... talked about a few of them that, that Baird mentioned. <laughs> I totally but... forgot about the pulling out line. I really enjoyed that one. Again, I'm looking forward to watching this again with a better seat this time and just taking in more of the jokes. I guaranteed I missed at least a third of all the jokes that were just whizzing around all the time. Before we close out, a mm. couple of differentiations from the comic book that I wanted to just pick up okay. on. Okay. He gets his name from the Deadpool. Yeah. Which is correct. Um, but instead of it being in Weasel's mercenary bar, it was the Deadpool of Weapon X. Yeah. So that's slightly different. Right. Um, the character that Deadpool recognises in the final end fight, it mm. goes, oh my God, Bob! It's like, hey, are the kids? Um, He's actually a character in Marvel comic books. Bob um, Agents of Hydra. Yeah, Bob Agents of Hydra. Yeah. Uh, so I'm glad that they put that little nod in. They obviously can't do Hydra because that's kind of Marvel's thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was really, really good and I enjoyed that little nod. And other than that, like I say, it's oddly faithful. It's a really faithful adaptation that, that just, it, like, it alters enough to be different mm-hmm. uh, and, and just, like, service the plot. But other than that, it's just it's just what you want. And it, it is Deadpool. It's incredibly faithful. And that's all we can really say. It's just... Was it hour forty five? Was it? It, uh, it was pretty tight. Yeah, yeah. It was. It's yeah. It's, it's a movie that doesn't overstay its welcome. No. So you, you're going to enjoy every second. It's really great. Get in, get on, get out. Pretty much. Well, are, are you happy with your Deadpool movie? Yes. You're the much bigger Deadpool fan than I am. So. I am, and I had a lot more to pick holes with the movie, especially with like, are they going to change his origin? Mm-hmm. Are they going to do this version of Deadpool? They're going to do like the Duggan version of Deadpool, or or the original Liefeld version. There was so many gags towards Liefeld as yeah. well. And yeah, Liefeld's apparently in the movie, and I completely missed him. Eh. Eh. I don't know where he looked. I couldn't pick Rob Liefeld out of a... I couldn't pick Rob Liefeld out of a... Yeah, isn't he responsible for everyone having triangular feet and gigantic shoulders? That's the one! Right. He, he's responsible for all top-heavy superheroes of the 90s. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, he gave us Deadpool, and now you're happy. I am You've happy. had your movie... Gambit's got pushed back to next year. Eh, but eh. the because now the Fantastic Two isn't happening, it's completely off the record, it's not going to happen, there is an open spot in Fox's schedule, which means either Gambit can get moved up, potentially, depending on how production goes, <laughs> or Deadpool 2 could be pushed forward. Yeah. Because if they if they keep the sequel as you know cheap and cheerful as this one yeah. and work the gags around it, yeah. They could probably crank out a sequel to this fairly quickly. Do you think there's a sequel in this? Yes, I think there's a Cable and Deadpool movie or an X-Force movie they can get out I of this. I think there's an X-Force movie. Uh, and, and I wouldn't be opposed to a Deadpool 2. I just don't know if this wasn't just lightning in a bottle. Like Because yeah. you won't have the Wade Wilson stuff to balance it out next time round. i tell you what I wouldn't like. Go on. I wouldn't like Deadpool to cross over with the X-Men crew at the minute. No. I'm not ready for that. Those are two. I would not like. To, no, that's two completely different. It it just genres. Almost. It devoids the weight, especially with what they're doing with Apocalypse. It would yeah. devoid the weight for Deadpool. To exactly. Show up. Yeah. Whereas them appearing in Deadpool's movie is fine because mm-hmm. that's kind of itself referentially pokes fun at itself. Yes. If McAvoy turned up in Deadpool two, that would be fantastic. Deadpool shows up in the sequel to Apocalypse, that would not work. Well, if we're talking, if this happens in the same... I'm, I'm, that's just me, that's conjecture. I'm not trying to line up timelines there, by the way. I was going to say, if this happened in the same timeline as is established at the end of Days of Future Past, so it happens concurrently, that would make sense. But then again, the guy that played Colossus in the X-Men movie is in the ending of Days of Future Past, so that wouldn't add up. Yeah, but the movie, that's what I'm saying, Deadpool recognises that nothing adds up yet yeah. because it's still fluid. Oh, yeah. That's right. where he goes, McAvoy or Stuart, which I really enjoyed. 
Makes sense. Well, go watch it. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> There's nothing else we can say. We're just so fleeting for time. I can't even think what's next. Batman vs Superman. Probably will be. Probably yeah. will be. I mean, Ooh. I could. We'll probably see. I'll probably watch Creed in the meantime. Go I'm, watch Creed. I'm Creed playing. Is... I'm playing catch up for the Oscars, so I'm trying to watch. Okay. All the Oscar yeah. Movies. No, no. Seriously, you will enjoy. It. If you like Rocky one through four, and then the sixth one, because there wasn't a fifth one. No. Um, you'll like this. Tommy Gunn doesn't exist. This is a really good. This is again. It's like Rocky Balboa in that it is basically a sequel to the first. I'm trying movie. to do that for Bourne now. Have you seen? What? That Bourne 5 is going to be called Jason Bourne. Oh, God. Like, yeah. I mean, I still call it Rocky 6. <laughs> so, um, yeah, much as they Rocky Rocky 6 is a better sequel to Rocky 1 than Rocky 2 is, this is a good sequel to, to Rocky 6. If you take it, it's just Rocky 1, Rocky 6 and Rock, and Creed. It's a very nice trilogy of movies. Oh, cool. Very heartfelt. You can tell why Sylvester Stan's getting the nod. But we'll talk more about yeah, that sorry, when we, we do, do the review of Creed. We shall. If not, it'll be Batman vs Superman. Oh, God. Ooh. Which you've just seen the final trailer for. And the final it's... trailer, I really wish they'd start with that. Yeah, if they just had that one, I'd be like kind of jazzed, but... Uh... They clearly don't have the marketing genius behind Deadpool. On no, board. they should have done that. Nice tying up there, Maggle. Yeah. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.